Christocentric Station. Safe and family-friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station. Kingdom Young for Jesus. Hi, my name is Uncle Chris, and you are listening to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. One two one two. Hi everybody, how are you doing? What a joy to know you're tuning in. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Say, cut them young for Jesus. This the light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This the light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This the light of mine.
name is Uncle Chris, and you are listening to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Peace stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart, down in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. What else you got? I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in my heart. I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Down in my heart to say, And I'm so happy. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will rejoice because the Lord has been good to us. Good to know you are here. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. My name is Arama. My name is Arifwa. Welcome to a brand new week, brand new season of your favorite kids show on radio. The best in the whole world. Coming to you from Africa. Coming up is the big story. The Bible story that will impact you and teach you some good lessons. Auntie Efwa has devotional for us that will kickstart every week with the word of God. Auntie Mabel has PH kids, pure and holy kids for us. And this season, there's a lot to learn. So get your pen and exercise book and make sure you take down some notes. Don't forget that the Frozen Sisters segment spiced up with good music, great poems and inspiration, and so much more. Lovely listeners, get ready for Christmas Centric Kid. Let's begin like this. I've got the wonderful love of my blessed redeemer way down in the depths of my heart. Down in the depths of my heart. Christocentric kids right here on the Christocentric station. Cut them young for Jesus! We're going to play a game called Musical Statues. You, you don't know what Musical Statues is? 
That's okay. I'm gonna tell you about it. So when the music starts, you dance. When the music stops, Statues don't talk, so that's what I was doing. When the music starts, you dance. So that is basically musical statues. Are you ready? All right, let's go. One, two, three. Ah, you moved! Alright guys, I'm breathless. I think you're breathless. Let's end that game that way. That was so much fun. Alright guys, it is time for worship. And worship is really important as it allows us to connect with God and tell Him how we feel through song. So please, get up and let's praise God. Take a
Alright guys, so this week we are saying thank you to our teachers. Our teachers are amazing and I know that everyone has been returning back to school and school is different. But our teachers have been amazing and made us feel at home and feel that we haven't missed out anything. And I want to take this opportunity to thank one of my teachers because they mean so much to me. And that is Mr. Robinson. Mr. Robinson was my teacher in high school and he helped me know that I could do drama. And ever since then... So I thank my teacher for allowing me to see what my skills and talent is. What does your teacher see in you? And you know what? The greatest teacher that we have is Jesus Christ. And he used to be called Rabbi. And Rabbi in Hebrew basically means teacher. So he teaches us about our lives. So thank you, Jesus, for being the ultimate teacher. We love you. All right, guys, there is a Bible verse which goes along with what I said, and it goes a little something like this. So it's 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 to 17. Always be happy. Never stop praying. Give thanks whatever happens. This is what God wants for you in Christ Jesus. So that is the verse. That verse basically means that as we're living in a different type of world, our teachers are doing something different too, and we should never stop praying for them. And that also means that you have a little job too, and that is to be happy. And I know it can be difficult to be happy right now, but the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when you pray to God, he will give you joy. So guys, this is one of my favorite parts of Kids Church Online. It is faith at home, where we build your faith at home. So what I want you to do as we're talking about our teachers is that if you go on the website, there is a letter that you can write to your teacher. And that just basically says, thank you for being my teacher. I see all the great things that you do to, to, for the school and my life. And the way I said thank you to Mr. Robinson, you can do the same thing. So that is Faith at Home this week. So guys, we're going to pray for our teachers. So come on, join in. Thank you, Father God, for our teachers. Thank you that they help us to learn every single day. And I pray that you bless them. In your mighty name we pray and we go. Amen. Thank you guys for praying with me for our teachers. guys it's time for the memory verse i always do it so this week i got a little friend so give me one second i'm just gonna get him hello 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 i am the professor of kids church online felicius this week we are going to do the memory verse so if you're at home get your bibles out as we read the word. If you know the memory verse, if you don't, it is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 17. And it goes a little something like this. Always be happy. Never stop praying. 
Give thanks whatever happens. This is what God wants for you in Christ Jesus. So again, as professor, the Bible verse, the memory verse is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 17. Always be happy. Never stop praying. Give thanks whatever happens. This is what God wants for you in Christ Jesus. I might be a professor, but I know that God loves me and he loves you. All right, guys, I think we've had so much fun this week. We've been thanking our teachers. You even met one of my professors. I thank one of my teachers. So this week, I want you to go to school or if you're doing school at home, to say thank you to whoever's teaching you. I'm going to go back for a run because Kid Church is online. It's over for me. But next week, there'll be somebody else. So you ready? Count me in. Three, two, one. So, shall we continue with the story of Abraham? Yes, Father. Alright, but before beginning, I want to ask you a few questions. Shall I? Yes, Father. Now, who can tell me why Abraham left Haran? Anyone? He left Haran because God told him to. That's correct. And what did God say to Abraham? God told Abraham, that he will guide him to the promised land and build a great nation. Correct. And when Abraham and Lot got separated, where did they go? Lot took the fertile valley of Jordan and Abraham went to live in the hills of Canaan. That's right, Lucy. That's enough questions. Shall we begin today's chapter? Yes, Father. Once Abraham and Lot parted ways, Abraham traveled through the hills of Canaan and finally stopped at Hebron. While Lot chose the valley of Jordan 
because it was fertile and well watered. But the nearby city of Sodom was a very evil place. The people who lived there and everything that they said and did was evil. One day, when Abraham was resting, God spoke to him. Do not be afraid, Abraham. I will keep you from danger and give you great rewards. <gasps> Abraham, come on. I'm going to give you a great reward. Look up at the sky and count the stars. I will bless you with children like stars in the sky. There will be too many to count. I am your Lord God. I gave you this land to inherit. You must offer me a sacrifice. I will do it, God. Thank you. Where are you going? I must go to the altar and offer these sacrifices. Why? Did God speak to you again? Yes, dear. He spoke to me yesterday and he told me that we will have children as many as the stars in the sky. Ha ha! Isn't that going to be amazing? Oh dear, I wish it could be true. Huh? Why are you not happy? Don't you trust what God said? Mm. It's not that. I've become too old to give birth to a child. Don't worry. It's going to happen. You must trust in God. Yes, dear. I have complete faith in our God. Now, you don't worry. Go on and offer your sacrifice. I'll come back soon. And once Abraham offered the sacrifices, God again spoke to Abraham. Abraham, you will have many descendants. They will live in a foreign country and they will work as slaves. They are going to be treated badly for years. But I will punish that nation and your descendants leave from there. They will leave with great wealth. That night, God made a promise to Abraham that would last throughout ages. Yes, he told me again that we will have more descendants than stars in the heaven. Ha ha! Yes, but... No, dear, we must have faith in God's promise. Thank you, Hagar. But... I'm so old and and thanks Hager you you are so beautiful and and young look at her dear what is it listen to me very carefully Hager is young and beautiful she is my servant 
I can give her to you as a second wife. No, no, I'm sorry. Listen to me, dear. She's young and she can bear your children. Isn't that we wanted the most? You want to do this so that we can have children? Yes, my husband. I'm happy to give her to you. Please agree to this. Please, dear. But... You must accept this arrangement. Are you okay with this, Hager? I will do anything you say. That's good, Hager. And you shouldn't object to this, dear. Please. Hmm, if this is what you think is the best, then I am, I am ready. Abram lay with Hagar and she became pregnant. As soon as she knew that she was carrying Abram's child, she started to make fun of Surai. Surai put up with it for a while, but it soon became unbearable. One day she lost her temper and slapped Hagar. Abraham, you have to control Hagar. Now that she's carrying your child, she despises me. And, and she's making fun of me all the time. I'm sorry dear, but... Don't, don't stop me. The Lord our God will judge between her and me to see who's right. Hagar got really frightened and ran away into the desert. She ran for a very long time and when she got tired, she stopped by a spring. She hoped that someone would come by and help her. She was crying when an angel appeared before her. Who are you? Hagar, you must go back to Abraham. You will have a son and you should call him Ishmael, which means God heals. Hagar went back to live with Abraham and gave birth to a son. They called him Ishmael. Ishmael grew up and Abraham was really fond of him. Ishmael, Ishmael, where are you? Come and collect these wood. Coming, father. Ishmael, Ishmael. Come back, don't run, stop. Coming, father. Ishmael, where were you? That naughty little lamb went running again and... You were running behind him? I know. Where do you want me to put these, father? Tie him up and we will carry it back while we go back. Yes, father.
I think it's enough work for the day. Shall we go now, father? Yes. You take the sheep's back. I will pray for some time and I will come home after that. Abraham, bear yourself blameless in my presence and I will make a covenant between you and your descendants and me. Every boy child born in your family must be circumcised when he is 8 days old. Any child who doesn't do circumcision will not be my people because he has not kept my instruction. This shall be the sign of our covenant. Thank you God. I will do as you told. As for Surai, you will now call her Sarah, which means princess. I will bless her and she will give you a son. But we have become so old. How can we have a son now? If only Ishmael could inherit some of your blessings. He will Abraham. He will become a great nation unto himself. But Sarah will give you a son by this time next year, and you will call him Isaac, which means laughter. My everlasting covenant will be established with him. Surai, Surai, Surai. What is it, dear? Surai, God has spoken to me. He said from now on I am to be called Abraham, and you, <laughs> you are to be called Sarah, which means princess. That's wonderful, dear. I know, I know, and yes. He told me that from now on every male child in our family must be circumcised. Circumcised? But why? It has to be done to show that they belong to our God. Haha, <laughs> this is wonderful. Then you should start with you. And yes, we'll have to get Ishmael circumcised too. Yes, yes. Where is Ishmael? He is inside. I'll get him. Ishmael, Ishmael, come out. What is it, father? Come, Ishmael. We have to get you circumcised. Circum what, father? Come with me. This is God's command for us all. And many months later, Abraham was visited by three angels. Who could that be? Sarah, get some water. We have some visitors. Yes, dear. Ah. Uh. Ah, ah, my Lord, my Lord, please do not pass her home without stopping. Please rest a while with your servant and kindly take some food before you proceed. Sure, 
We'll be glad to. Thank you. I'll get you something to eat. So you'll be refreshed before you go on your way. Sarah, special visitors from God is here. Hagar, get some water to wash their feet. What is Sarah? She's in the tent. What are they talking about? Sarah will give birth to a child by this time next year. What? <laughs> I'm 80 years old. And he is beyond 90. And now we'll have a child. <laughs> Why did Sarah laugh and say that she is too old to have a son? Is anything too hard for God? I... I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. What I said is going to happen. We have to leave now. May I accompany you part of the way? I've heard that the people in Sodom and Gomorrah are very evil. The sufferings in those cities is great. I'm going to see for myself if what I've heard is correct. If it is correct, then I will destroy the city. You would destroy good people along with wicked people. What if there are 50 good people in the city? Would you destroy them with the rest? If I find 50 good people in Sodom, I will spare that city. But if you find only 40, for the sake of 40, I will spare the city. Lord, please don't be angry with me. But what if there is only 30, or 20, or even 10? If there are 10 good people in Sodom, will you destroy the city even then? If I can find 10 good and righteous people in Sodom, then I'll spare the entire city for them. Thank you, Lord. You are so kind. Thank you. That night, the angels sent by God entered the city of Sodom. Take this! Huh? Huh? Who are these men? Hey, you! You, stop there! Where do you think you're going? Who are you guys? You guys look funny in those big robes. Haha. <laughs> Why don't you answer? You! You think you're so tough? Stop! Stop! You stop! Stop! Huh? Look who is here! Lord! Haha, <laughs> you think you can stop us? No, I mean, look over there, what's that? Get in, quick! Hey Lord, open the door! Mm. You, you should stay here at my house. You shouldn't go into the city at this hour. Thank you for your kindness. Send them out, Lord. 
If you let them out, then we'll break the door and come inside. Please go away. I'm not sending them out. Please. We just want to have some fun with them. <laughs> oh, should we break the door? Let me take care of this. No matter what happens, stay away from that door. You are in great danger. Oh no! If you want them, then you have to go through me first. Get out of my way. We'll do worse things to you than we are going to do to your visitors. Move aside you. Break down the door. We'll get all of them. Are you? Uh, uh, I can't see. I'm blinded. Uh, oof, I'm blinded too. Ah, what is happening? This is some strange magic. Run. Uh, what power is this? Run! Ah! Run! What? What just happened? Lord, do you have anyone else here? Sons or daughters, sons-in-law, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here, because we are going to destroy this place. What? Uh, destroy? The evils of the city are too great. The Lord has seen the evils here and has sent us to destroy the city. My two daughters are engaged to the men in this city. I... I... Go and get them. Yes, you take care of everyone here. I'll come quickly. I'm telling you, we must leave now. God has sent some angels to destroy the city. You are crazy. <laughs> and why would God destroy the city? God has seen what the city has become. He has seen the evils here. That sounds ridiculous. No, no, the angels. The angels told me to save my family. Come on. Lord, have you started drinking? <laughs> That's the best joke I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I'm not joking. If you don't come, then you'll die here. Die? You need to get some sleep, old man. What happened? There are they. They didn't come. But didn't you tell? That the angels were here? Yes. Yes, I told them many times. They didn't believe me. They laughed and said I was drunk. It is almost time. You must leave now. Run from the city. Don't stop until you get far away into the hills. Run for your lives and don't look back. Yes, Lord. Come, dear. Let's leave. Go now and remember 
डोंट लुक बैक वी विल नॉट लुक बैक माई लॉर्ड कम कम लेट्स लीव कीप रनिंग एंड वॉट एवर है एंजल्स कुड नॉट इवन फाइंड टेन गुड पीपल इन दिटी दे डिस्ट्रॉय दिटी टू एशियस Lord and his family kept running away without turning back. Ah, ah. Oh dear. Ah. But Lord's family did not listen to him. She looked back to see what was happening, and as soon as she looked, she freezed and turned into a pillar of salt. Oh no. What happened, father? Uh, it's nothing. Don't turn back. Keep running. Not even ten righteous people in all of Sodom and Gomorrah. And that concludes the story of the twin cities, Sodom and Gomorrah. Did you all enjoy the story? Yes, father. Very good. Do you have any questions from the story? No questions. Shall I ask you a few questions then? Yes, father. All right. When Abraham pleads with God to spare Sodom, what was Abraham's main argument? Lucy? Father, Abraham asked God to spare Sodom for the sake of 10 righteous men living in Sodom. That's correct. And did God agree to Abraham's pleading? Yes. God said that he'll free Sodom if they were ten good men. That's great, Lucy. Now the next question: Why did Lot's son-in-law die? Father, I can answer that. Yes, George. When Lot wants his son-in-law to flee from Sodom, they thought he was joking and mocked at him. Yes, George. That's correct. And here is that last question. Who can tell me what happened to Lot's wife? Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt when she looked back. That's right, Matthew. Very good. And that's it for today. Goodbye. Goodbye, Father.
Christocentric kids right here on the Christocentric stage. Cut them young for Jesus! Yes, Jesus loves me. Hello guys, this is Auntie Mabel with you on PH Kids segment on Christocentric Kids. PH stands for pure and holy. Yes, that is what Jesus thinks about you. You are pure and holy and it is true. Stay tuned for more. Hi kids, welcome to February. The month of love in this month we are going to learn the many ways jesus told us he loved us through scripture so don't miss any of the weeks we are going to learn every week in february how jesus said i love you to you with his life This week, we are going to learn how Jesus loves us through his invitation for us to be with him forever. In Luke chapter 15, verses 11 to 32, we are told of a story about real love, about the prodigal son. We have all been prodigals before. We have all gone astray, but Jesus wants to tell us and he continuously wants to remind us that we are loved unconditionally. You are loved what? Unconditionally. It doesn't matter what you do. Jesus loves you. You can't get outside of his love. You can't go above it because it's too high. You can't go below it because it's down there with you. You can't go across it because it's all around you. Jesus says that we should believe in him so that we'll have eternal life with him forever in heaven. Jesus wants to live in our hearts. He also wants us to celebrate everlasting life with him. He has prepared a place for you and me. He has welcomed us into his home no matter what we have done wrong. All we need to do is believe all that I just said that Jesus loves you. And do you know that when Jesus died on the cross and he rose again, do you know what he did for you? That anything that was supposed to stop you from entering his life has died with him on the cross. So he rose again. So you have life with him. So all you have to do in this month of love is believe that Jesus loves you and you would enjoy his love throughout this month. Okay, we're rolling. Jesus loves me. This is Papa Kane. Thank you for listening to Christocentric Kids on Christocentric Station 
every Saturday. Stay blessed. This is Christa Sandrick Kids right here on the Christa Sandrick station. Cut them young for Jesus! Kids right here on the Christa Sandrick stage. Cut them young for Jesus! Hi, everybody! I am Rama. I'm Rifwa. We are the Foster Sisters. Welcome to our segment on Christa Sandrick Kids, starting today with the devotional. Today's devotion is entitled Wear Your Badge. Patience, determination, and persistence is the badge or symbol of a true believer. 
When we see a true believer in Jesus Christ, that is a child of God who is growing in their knowledge of Jesus Christ by reading his word, we also see that they are growing in patience, in determination to do the work of God, and in persistence to tell others about what Jesus has done for them. A child of God must always aim higher to increase in their knowledge of Jesus Christ by reading his word always. When you do this, this scripture in Ephesians 3 verse 17 to 19 will be very true in your life. Then Christ will make his home in your heart as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. A forward lesson did you learn today? I learned that as children of God, we must always aim higher to increase in our knowledge. We can grow always if we read the Bible. Irama, what do you also learn? I learned that as a true believer of Christ, patience, determination, and persistence to do God's will should be our symbol. Key verse, Acts 14 verse 22. Acts 14 verse 22. Strengthening the souls of the disciples. Strengthening the souls of the disciples. Exhorting them to continue in the faith. Exhorting them to continue in the faith. And saying, and saying, we must, we must, through many tribulations, through many tribulations, enter the kingdom of God. Enter the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Dear God, dear God, help me, help me to patiently, to patiently and with determination and with determination. Aim, aim to know you more, to know you more and more and more through the study of your word, through the study of your word. Amen. Amen. Enjoy this beautiful song. We will be right back.
boy, the God who sees. You are my banner, Jehovah Nisi, the all-sufficient one, El Shaddai, Jehovah Jireh, you. Back to Christocentric Kids on the Fosun Sisters segment. My name is Zerama, and I'm here to share a short moral story with you, which is entitled "Surrounded by Gifts." No one listening to Sarah complain would have guessed that every day she was the recipient of more gifts than she could count. When she opened her eyes in the morning, there was always a pile of gifts sitting by her bed. All day long, in fact, she received one gift after another. Yet, strangely enough, Sarah took most of the gifts for granted. The only time she really thought about the gift was when one didn't arrive or when a friend got a gift that seemed better than hers. On one particular afternoon, Sarah was feeling especially blue. A gift she'd been longing to have for a long time still hadn't arrived. She was surrounded by all other gifts that had arrived, yet Sarah wasn't enjoying them. Instead, she was bemoaning the absence of the one gift she longed for. Sarah had good reasons to want the gift too. Couldn't she serve the king, the giver of the gift, much better if she had that gift? Wasn't it a good gift she longed for? Indeed it was, yet why then did it not come? Why so downcast, Sarah? The question came from Sarah's sister, Mary. That gift I've been wanting still isn't here, Sarah pouted. Mary paused before replying, weighing her words carefully. Sarah, do you trust the king? The question startled Sarah a little. Of course, she trusted the king. Why the king had rescued her from prison. She'd vowed to serve him with everything within her. Of course, she replied. And did you not tell him your life belonged to him? Sarah nodded, and Mary continued. Then you've no cause to complain about the gift. Sarah knew her sister was right. What a fool she'd been. What did it matter if that gift arrived anyway? If she needed this gift to complete the tax, the king to complete the tax the king had for her, he would send it. If not, 
then he must have something else for her to do. Either way, though she'd be missing out on the joy of serving the king and giving thanks for the gift she had been given, Sarah gave her sister a hug and scampered out of the room with a light heart again. She was surrounded by gifts and it was time to start living like it. Colossians 3 verse 15 Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Amen. Can we share a song we learned in church with you? We hope you enjoy it. If you know it, sing along. Erefa, let's go. In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground, firm through the fiercest drought and storm. What heights of love, what depths of peace. When fears are stilled, when striving cease, my comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand. In Christ alone, would to confess fullness of God in hell. Plus, babe, this gift of love. And righteousness scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on that cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. For every sin on him was laid, here in the death of Christ I lived. This is Krista Sandrick, kids, right here on the Krista Sandrick stage. This is all we have for you today. Hope you are blessed. All right. Thank you. And catch you next week. From the Forces Sisters, keep listening to Krista Sandrick Station. Catch you same time next week. Bye. Krista Sandrick kids right here on the Krista Sandrick stage. Cut them young for Jesus! Jesus' love is sweet and wonderful. Jesus' love is sweet and wonderful. Jesus' love is sweet and wonderful. Oh, oh, wonderful love. It's so high, it's so high. You can't get over it, it's so low. You can't get under it, it's so wide. 
you can't get around it. Oh, oh, wonderful love. Hello. Somebody there. I am here. Somebody there. I am here. Good to know you are there. Thanks for joining me for this Bible lesson. How are you doing? I love to hear you say, I am doing very well, thank you. Auntie Fatu is very well. Stand up and let's stretch. Stretch and stretch. Let's sing with actions. If you want to grow, if you want to grow, hallelujah, read your Bible. Pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to. Good, 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 good. Now let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this time to share your word. Lord, help us to understand your word. Teach us yourself that, Lord, we'll be able to understand it and practice it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take your Bibles and say with me, This is my Bible. It is the word of God. It is food for my soul. I must read it every day, know it very well, and practice it so that I will grow in the grace and, and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Good. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day if you want to grow. Good. We want to grow in Christ. So what do we do? We read our Bibles every day. And we pray every day. I believe you've all said a prayer already. Yes, that is good. Today's memory verse, Luke chapter 5, verse 32. Jesus said, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Jesus said this when the Pharisees complained against him, that he is eating, drinking, actually making friends with tax collectors who are seen as sinners. Jesus says, if they think they are good, that's fine. It's not because of them that he came. But the tax collectors know that they are sinners. And they are willing to change their ways. That is just why he, Jesus, came. To call all those who acknowledge their sins and are willing to receive him and change. We have learned how Jesus called the four fishermen. Peter, Andrew, James, and John. And then he called Matthew the tax collector. Philip and Nathaniel. He needed more hands, my friends, to help him. In Luke chapter 6, verse 12 to 15, Bible says, Jesus went into the mountains and prayed all night to God. In the morning, he came and called all those following him. Then he chose amongst them twelve. So the twelve disciples were Simon Peter, Andrew, James, John, Philip, Thomas, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, and then Judas and Bartholomew. None of them refused, my friends. They were happy to go. Are you happy to help? What do you do at home to help? Mm-hmm. Washing dishes or mopping the floor? Hey, can you cook? Washing clothes? Cleaning your room? Or you think you are too small to help? Mm. If you have not been given any chore in the house, please ask for one. Tell mommy or daddy. Auntie Fua says, 
I should do something in the house. So give me what I should do. It is very good that you do something to help. And it's easy to find something to, to do at home. It's very easy because there's always something to do in the house, such as arranging the things, you know, putting things where they should be and eh, to keep the place tidy. As for we children, when we are home, they are always scattered about. So please, if you don't find anything doing, then don't scatter or try and pick up and arrange things and the whole place will be tidy. Okay? But if you can do more, offer to help. Don't sit there watching TV, sitting by your books only, your computers, mm, the phones, the tablets, all the time. No, my friends, it is not good. Remember, Jesus needed hands and our parents need us, okay? Uh, always try and help. Let's continue. I told you Jesus' ministry included teaching, healing, working miracles, casting out demons, raising the dead, amongst others. Today, turn your Bibles to John chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. Jesus and his disciples were invited to a wedding in Canaan. Party time for Jesus. That's nice. You know, COVID denied us of our parties this Christmas. But let's keep praying. COVID will go away. Jesus loves us to make merry. Okay, to be happy too is good. Jesus went for a wedding party. And Jesus' mother too was at a wedding. Then, as they were sharing the food and the drinks and making merry, the drinks got finished, and some people had still not been served. Oh, it won't be pleasant if it's your turn and the thing is finished. Ah, and you're eh? You won't be. Oh, why? It's finished. It's finished. Then you see that your face will be changing. It means that the couple will be very embarrassed, and the guest won't be happy. Then, quickly, Mary, Jesus's mother, went and told Jesus, "They have no wine left. Their drinks have run out." my friends why did mary go to jesus jesus doesn't run a wine shop he doesn't sell drinks i believe it is because of what she has seen jesus do she believed he can do anything she had faith in him even when jesus said what has this got to do with me mary just told the servant do whatever he says to you just do it and then mary left faith my friends in the face of the impossible you have to do your part and leave the rest to god have faith to call on jesus anytime you need anything or you need to understand something you should always call on jesus he will answer my friends only believe it and pray meanwhile there were six empty water pots very big ones some could contain as much as 20 gallons and others 30 gallons jesus told the servants fill them with water they just did no answering back my friends hey i know what some of you would have asked first before you move you will say that ah please they asked for wine no not water they didn't you hear what your mother said my friends the servant rightly prompted by mary do whatever he says to you yes mary knew it it may be difficult to understand what jesus will ask them to do so he just she just told them Please do whatever he tells you to do, my friends. Obedience. Obedience is the very best way to show that you believe. Doing it exactly as the Lord commands. Doing it happily. Action is the key. Do it immediately. Joy you will receive. Obedience is the very best way 
to show that you believe. Good, my friends. Obedience, the very best way to show that you believe, not understanding, my friends, but obedience to the word of God will bring you the blessings that you need. The servants filled the pot with water. Then Jesus told them, draw some of it out now and serve the master of the feast. Hmm, draw the water. They need wine, oh. Just obey, my friends. The word from Jesus is always good for us. They did not challenge him. When the master of the feast tasted the water, which had now turned into wine, my friends, he was amazed. And he just told the couple, Ah, why have you saved the best wine for the last? This wine is so good, we should have had it earlier. Wow! Jesus turned water into wine at a wedding party. What else can't he do? Just ask him anything. He is capable. Just don't doubt him, okay? Remember that he loves you and he will do it. But remember what you have to do. Do whatever he tells you to do. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for today, for teaching us to obey you even when we don't understand. Help us, Lord, to always remember to do whatever you have told us to do. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for having your Bible study with me today. I love you all. Always remember that God loves you so much. And always remember to obey his word. Bye-bye. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. This is Krista Sandrick, kids, right here on the Krista Sandrick stage. Count them young for Jesus! Preachers! Bible's up the movement! <laughs> it go better for you, oh! Amen. More blessings for you, oh! Amen. Double favor for you, oh! Amen. Plenty money for you, oh. Amen. All your enemy go shame. Amen. Amen. You will never see this grace. You be winning in your face. Amen. Amen. You go shining Jesus name, oh. Amen. Amen. Let every believer say, Amen. God go bless your hustle. Amen. It go bless you double. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let every believer say, Amen. God go bless your hustle. Amen. It go bless you double. Amen. It go bless you double. Halle, hallelujah. Amen. You go win and stay on top. Amen. Nyafu, nyafu, you go chop. Amen. For your class, you go top. Amen. Now for your bank, you go dust. Amen. Glory, glory all your days. Amen. Everything will fall in place. Amen. Amen. All your troubles don't erase. Amen. Amen. 
You are healed in Jesus' name, oh. Let every believer say, Amen. God go bless your hustle. Amen. He go bless you double. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let every believer say, Amen. God go bless your hustle. Amen. He go bless you double. Amen. Hallelujah. Your life they turn around. Promotion just they come around. Showers of blessings all around. Miracles just they come around. You will never be the same. And your level don't they change. You go chillin' by your range. You go fly in Jesus' name, oh, amen, amen. Let every believer say, amen. God go bless your hustle. Amen. He go bless you double. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let every believer say, amen. God go bless your hustle. He go bless you double. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to February, the second month of the year. We are glad that you joined us today for another fun time of learning in God's presence. Do remember that if you missed any of our services or you just want to learn more about God and being His child, you can always check our YouTube page at Elevation NG and search for seeds for past lessons on so many different topics. Today we begin a new series and I am really excited about this. But first, let us pray. Eyes closed, head bowed. In Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another beautiful month. We thank you for keeping us, for protecting us and showing us your love. We pray, God, that in this month we will learn amazing things. And we will not just learn only, but we will also practice and do your word as your children. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. are you doing? I am super excited that we'll be giving God the highest praise. We're going to sing a very simple song. It says you are God. You are not just big, but you are large. You are very large. Are you happy this morning? Are you? Come on, make some noise. Mm, that's not good enough. Come on. Yeah. Put your hands together. Come on. Woo. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey. Yeah, you are a 
your maker. Come on. Hallelujah. You are so good. And your mercy is forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me hear you say. about the miracles of Jesus. A miracle is something that is impossible to do without God's power. Jesus did some miracles while he was on earth and in the next four weeks we are going to be learning about some of them together. Have you ever wondered how Jesus was able to do these miracles? Jesus was able to do all these amazing miracles because God is so powerful. God is big, strong, mighty, and he can do anything. Let's stand up and say our memory verse together. Our memory verse is taken from Psalms chapter 77, verse 14, and it says, You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. Now I want you to join me and let's say this memory verse together. Just repeat after me. You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. God just simply showed us that he is powerful by giving Jesus, his son, to do miracles. The miracles also help people to believe that Jesus is indeed the Son of God. Last month was all about the I Can Make a Difference series. The Bible is filled with tales of kids doing amazing things. We saw through the story of David and Goliath that a kid can win great victories. We learned through the story of young Miriam that a kid can help and protect others. An eight-year-old King Josiah proved that a kid can even be a great leader. We also saw how kids can provide where a little boy gave Jesus his lunch of five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus used that small lunch to feed 5,000 men. The little bold and courageous slave girl 
showed kindness to her master, told him about the man of God that could heal his leprosy. And after following the instructions of prophet Elisha, his skin became new again, like the skin of a little boy. These kids were able to do great things because they had one thing in common. They turned to God and let God use them. They gave what they had to God. They allowed the light of God to shine through them and God took their little and transformed it into a lot. Remember that you don't need to be big, tall or strong to make a difference. You don't have to be a king or the oldest. You just need to be able to shine the light of Jesus anywhere you find yourself. Show a little kindness, be nice to others, share your toys, make friends with kids who don't have any friends, help your siblings with their homework, help around the house. God wants all of us to shine his light so that others can also experience the love of God. You see, Jesus was a simple carpenter by trade, not a priest or a pastor. Some people thought he might be a prophet, like the Old Testament prophet Elijah. Some thought he was simply a good man or a good teacher. But the men who knew him best saw the truth. Jesus is the Christ. He is God's son in the flesh. God had long promised to send a savior to earth and Jesus had come to save the whole world from sin. Jesus is the only man who never sinned and his death on the cross paid the price for all our sins. We believe Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, simply because of what Jesus did and how his life has changed so many lives even to this day. Jesus had God's power because he is God's Son. Jesus did so many miracles when he was on earth. He raised the dead, controlled the weather, fed thousands of people, he cast out evil spirits, healed the blind, lame, deaf, sick, and injured. Jesus did these miracles because he loves us and wanted to show us how powerful he was. He also wanted us to know that this power is available to every child of God. We don't understand exactly how Jesus did what he did, but we know that he did miracles through his power so that many would see them and believe and follow Jesus. What a beautiful gift the miracles of Jesus are to us. The Bible tells us that Jesus' miracles serve the purpose of demonstrating Jesus' power and divine authority. Jesus showed that he had God's power by performing these miracles of healing physical illness, raising from the dead, feeding the 5,000, and even forgiving people's sins. Let us take a look at Jesus' very first miracle as seen in John chapter 2, verses 1 to 11. The first miracle was when Jesus turned water into wine. Wine was a common drink in Jesus' days, much like 
sodas today. And it was especially used for celebrations. A wedding feast during Jesus' day usually lasted about a week. So running out of wine because there wasn't always clean water to drink would have been a major problem. Early in Jesus' ministry, Jesus and his disciples were invited to a wedding in the town of Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother Mary was also at this wedding. While they were at the party that followed the wedding, the wine began to run out. Wine running out at a wedding was unacceptable in those days. Even a poor groom was expected to provide plenty of wine for his wedding party. Wine was served to show the wedding guests that the host appreciated and respected them. It was a bad thing for someone to run out of wine to serve the guests. All the guests expected to have wine at a wedding. And it was a very serious matter that all of the wine was gone. I can just imagine guests complaining how, how thirsty they are and how they can't believe the host actually has nothing left but water to drink. Some may even say they want to leave. Mary, Jesus' mother, went to Jesus and said, They have no wine. Can't you do something about it? Jesus said, Is that any of our business, mother? Yours or mine? Why come to me? It is not yet time for me to show my power. Remember that Jesus had not yet performed any miracles before this time. He was wondering why his mom came to give him news that everyone already heard about. Nevertheless, Mary called the servants and told them to do whatever Jesus tells them to do. Mary had no doubts about the power and anointing of Jesus. Now, there were six huge stone water pots standing nearby. They were meant to be used for the Jewish washing rituals. Each one held about 20 gallons or more. Jesus came to the servers and told them, fill these stone pots with water right up to the very brim. When the pots had been filled, he said, now take out and serve the master of the ceremonies. When the master of ceremonies tasted it, the water had become wine. He did not know where the wine came from, but the servants who brought the water knew. The master of the ceremonies called the bridegroom and said to him, people always serve the best wine first. Later, after the guests had been drinking a lot, they served the cheaper wine, but you have saved the best wine till now. So in Cana of Galilee, Jesus did his first miracle. There he showed his glory and his followers believed in him. This first miracle showed Jesus cared about others. He had power as Messiah and could easily provide something of great value. Jesus turned the water into good wine because he only gives the best of himself. As pictured when he gave up his perfect life to die on the cross. The Lord cares about all our needs, 
no matter what our needs are. That is exactly the message that Jesus was passing across when he turned the ordinary into the exceptional for his glory. He served others through miracles and healings because he knew it would draw people into a relationship with him. Even though Jesus was perfect and had extraordinary powers given to him by God, we should strive to follow his example by leading others to him when we serve. John chapter 20 verse 31 says, But all that is recorded here is so that you will never stop believing that Jesus is the Christ, the Anointed One, the Son of God, and that through your faith in Him, you will experience eternal life by the power of His name. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Do you believe that Jesus is the Christ? Only those who believe and accept Him into their hearts can be called the children of God. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, then let us say this prayer together. Our Father in heaven, thank you, God, for sending your Son, Jesus, to save us from our sins. Thank you for the miracles he did and for the love he showed. Thank you for showing us why we can believe in Jesus. Today we declare that Jesus is the Son of God and he is the Christ. Today we accept you into our hearts and become children of God. Help us to always remember who Jesus is. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Children of God! I can hear you, children of God. Yes, we are all children of God. In Jesus' first miracle, he showed concern and love for the wedding host. Not only that, but this miracle also proved that Jesus is God's son. These miracles help us to see the power of God as displayed by Jesus and help us to believe in Jesus, God's Son. This miracle in Cana was the first of many extraordinary miracles Jesus performed in Galilee and other cities. This was a sign showing God's glory. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. I'll see you next time, children of God. Bye. Here is the pop quiz for the week. Why did Jesus have God's power? Answer, because he was God's son. What is a miracle? 
Answer. A miracle is something that is impossible to do without God's power. What miracle did Jesus perform in today's story? Answer. He turned water into wine. Why did Jesus need to perform these miracles at the wedding? Answer. Because they ran out of wine and that was not a good thing at a wedding. How many pots were filled with water? Answer. Six huge stone pots. This was Jesus' last miracle on earth. True or false? Answer. False. It was his first. Where did the wedding take place? Answer. In the town of Cana in Galilee. Who else was invited to the wedding apart from Jesus? Answer. His disciples and Mary, his mother. Who told the servers to do whatever Jesus tells them to do? Answer. Mary, Jesus' mother. Why did Jesus do so many miracles when he was on earth? Answer. Jesus did these miracles because he loves us and wanted to show us how powerful he was. Krista Sandring kids right here on the Krista Sandring stage. Cut them young for Jesus! This presentation has information about practicing 5210 every day for your health and well being. If you have any questions about this program, talk with your health care provider. What is 5210? Well, 5210 helps you remember to eat healthy, fit in more physical activity and exercise, and drink less sugar. The number 5 stands for eating more fruits and vegetables. Eating fruits and vegetables helps provide your body with vitamins and minerals, which are very important for your growth and health. You can fit more fruits and vegetables into your life. Don't be afraid to try it, mix it, and slice it. Follow the three bite rule and try at least three bites of each vegetable or fruit you eat. Did you know it can take seven to ten tries before you like a new food? You can also dip fruits and vegetables in low-fat dressings, yogurt, or even peanut butter. Go ahead and try it. Add fruits and vegetables to the foods you already enjoy. 
Add vegetables to your pizza, soup, or noodles. Add fruits to cereals and other breakfast foods. Go ahead and mix it. Having vegetables and fruits already cut into small pieces or sliced can help make it easier to eat healthier because they are ready to grab as you go about your busy day. And if you prefer crunchy over soft foods, it's best to eat fruits and vegetables fresh or lightly steamed. The number two stands for lessening your time in front of screens, such as a television, computer, cell phone, or an electronic game. This is hard in a world that has many computer and electronic devices, but lessening your time in front of screens can help you live a healthier life. To help lessen your television watching, don't watch television or get on your computer or phone until after you have finished your homework and chores. Also, don't watch television when you eat. Make meals family time and talk about your day. It can be helpful to use a timer to help keep track of how much time is spent in front of a screen. It can also be helpful, educational, and fun to make television watching a family activity. Family members can talk to each other about the program being watched and ask questions and share points of view. Number one stands for getting at least one hour of physical activity every day. Moving one hour every day helps you feel better, keep a healthy weight, and strengthens your heart. Physical activity or exercise also makes the total you stronger. There are lots of fun ways to move about. You can go on walks with your family, play with your pet, take a bike ride, dance, jump rope, walk or run, rollerblade, hike, snowshoe, or make snow angels. Moderate physical activity includes doing things where you breathe hard, like hiking or dancing, while vigorous physical activity means doing things where you sweat a lot, such as running or playing soccer. It's important to do both types of activity every week. The number zero is for drinking water and low-fat milk instead of drinks with lots of sugar, such as soda or pop or energy drinks. Although soda and pop might taste yummy, it gives no nutrients to your body. Water is an important fuel for your body. Drinking low-fat milk is also a better choice than drinks sweetened with sugar. Always remember, water and low-fat milk are the best choices for a healthier you. You can drink more water. Even small changes can help. Keep bottled water nearby. Drink water instead of soda or pop. And drink water whenever you are thirsty. Doing these things can help you drink more water every day. To add flavor to your water, you can add fruits such as lemon, lime, or orange wedges. Everyone can practice 5-2-1-0. You don't have to do it alone. You can get your friends and family involved by practicing together. Remind each other to eat five fruits and vegetables. Keep your screen watching to two hours or less. Get up and move with physical activity at least one hour a day. And don't drink sugary drinks. Practice 5-2-1-0 every day for a healthier and stronger you. Holy t-
tails. What's the matter? Looks like someone has had a fight. Yes, Tubby and Freckles are fighting since morning. Tubby here took away my last piece of chocolate. He is so mean and selfish that he did not even ask me. I am never going to talk to him. Why do I have to ask you? Your name wasn't written on the chocolate. It was just kept there, so I ate it. I don't even want to look at his face. I am going. Wait, Freckles. Come. I'll tell you children a story about two brothers. That will lift up your moods. Once upon a time, there lived two brothers, George and Harry. Their father was the owner of a very large farm. But now he was too old to work on his farm. So, one day, he called his two sons and said, Sons, I am old and sick. I cannot work on this huge land anymore. So, I will divide the farm into half and give each one of you half. I know both of you will work together and take care of one another. Soon, the brothers started working together. At first, they were best friends and shared everything together. Then one day, suddenly, they had a fallout over a huge argument and they stopped speaking to one another. Years went by and both the brothers did not speak a word to one another. One day, a carpenter came to George's house asking for some work. Sir, can you provide some work for me, please? Is there any work that I can do for you? George thought for a while and said, Yes, there's something I can give you to work on. I want you to build a fence on my property near the stream, which will separate my farm from Harry's. Build a high fence so that I do not have to see him anymore. I'm leaving for town now and I want to see the work done once I am back in the evening. That evening, when George came back from the town, he was shocked to see that the carpenter had not followed any of his instructions. Instead of building a high fence, he had built a bridge over the stream. Angry, George walked down the bridge to take a look at it when he saw his brother Harry walking towards him from the other side. Harry was very happy to see that his brother had built a bridge between the two of them. He did not know it was otherwise. Harry said, I cannot believe you built a bridge to welcome me back, even after all the terrible things I've done to you. Harry reached out for George and gave him a tight hug. George was very happy too. He was pleased with the carpenter that he had managed to bridge the gap between him and his brother. Later, when George went to thank the carpenter, he was nowhere to be found. George realized it was God who had sent the carpenter to bring both the brothers together. I am sorry, Tubby. I 
shouldn't have been so rude. Now I understand my mistake. I am sorry too, Freckles. I should have asked you first before eating. Phew! Thank you, Holy, for bringing these two friends of mine back together. You are like the carpenter. I hope you have understood the story and the importance of living happily together. Yes, we have. I love my friends and we all live happily together. This is Krista Sandring Kids right here on the Krista Sandring Station. Cut them young for Jesus! Hey family! It's wrap-up time. Enjoy, Enjoy Krista Sandring Station. Station. And, and listen, listen all day on KristaCentric.com. Krista Sandring Kids, catch them young for Jesus. Catch you same time next week. It's bye! For now. Hold on, in it's, fact, it's, it's time, time to dance out of here. One, two, three, let's go! Ha! This song is for every child of God. <laughs> so if you know you are a child of God, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, baby, dance now, oh yeah, it's okay, it's okay now. Uh, ha! I had children, knees and toes, had children, knees and toes, had children, knees and toes, all belong to Jesus.